Welcome to the first episode of A Word in the Woods. I'm Liam, aka 666 Bushcraft. And I'm Tom, Horn Outdoors. So, a little bit about this podcast is, basically, there's none of you talking about bushcraft on a podcast, you're a set of useless cunts. So basically, that's what we're here to do. We sit here talking usually in the woods anyways, so we wanted to share our experiences and yours. So let's see how it goes. Put the world to rights while we're at it. Yeah. Give you all a bit of shit. That's the one. But yeah, so basically, we talk about gear, talk about areas, talk about people reviewing and what they're doing wrong or right. So, as I say, let's see how we get on with this. Drop us a comment, drop us a like, let us know what you think. Subscribe and hit that bell. Yeah. So you get notified when we go live. 100%. And drop us a comment of like ideas that you want to hear about. So, let's go from there. The first segment is going to be. What's your worst camping experience here? There'll be a few of them, isn't there? Yeah, a few of them. There is. So we posted up on Facebook uh, last night, just letting people know, look, tell us your experience, how bad it was, send photos, whatever needs be. Uh, we got quite a big response, so we'll start going through them and have a little chinwag about them. Before we do that, though, I want to talk about our experience. Oh, God. <laughs> Which? <laughs> it's not far from where we are now, either where we camp. <laughs> Literally. Um, so we decided to get the Polish Lavoo each. I mean, I got the size three and you get the two? Yeah, I got the two. Yeah, mine were like the medium. Yeah. Oh, no, mine were the small. Well, yours were small. Mine so small, mine were the bigger yeah. version, wasn't it? Yeah. And stuck them up, got the stoves inside, loving life. Big what? version for a fat boy, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was like, get me, belly tucked in. get me in there, I'm so small. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah so we mistake. got them all set up and we thought we were living the dream. Yeah, Upgraded. Yeah, yeah. Because we'd never done it, never not tented, anything like that. And then the UK weather it is. Yeah, so, this is one of them scenarios where you've got to think. You've watched people do it, so you've gone out and had a go. But you need to research more. Yeah. That's what we didn't do. That was our mistake no, on it. No. We didn't research enough. This is the thing that you see people do the mistake, isn't it? That you see them do common mistake. They go out and think they can just do it. Yeah. There's a lot to think about. Like we were burning pine, to be fair. Yeah, you shouldn't really pine, burn that in the but the other so, thing is as well, we didn't go out and test the gear. We went straight out for a night out. Yeah. Yeah. Normally, like nowadays, we test it. No we? experience, no nothing. And yeah. we rushed at it. And then the ice rain, the ice rain came and it was leaking everywhere. So <laughs> we'd set up. It'd been raining for hours and hours, hadn't it? River had risen. It was massively. But the start of the day had been lovely. Oh, yeah, it was lovely day. It started, but the river, it was still high, that yeah. river though, wasn't it? Tacklebury had been. He'd, put, he'd used his tarp and yeah, it was sound, yeah. wasn't it? So... So I'd come like thinking, oh, I'll go a bit light away because Lavoo's, as you know, way of thunder. Yeah, they're heavy. They're so I only light. brought a phone mat, didn't I? Yeah, the phone mat down. Yeah. Yeah, got a bit of wood set up. We didn't realise how much you're going to need on a cold night, did we? Because we'd never done it before. No. So we'd got what we thought were enough, weren't enough. Uh, and then night came, didn't it? Tacklebury left, night came. Fuck my life. That's all I can say to that one. It literally just like, there's a. There's a shit show or a bit of like, oh, fucking hell, it's raining, it's, yeah. it's leaking. Instant like regret was setting it, in. It wasn't even that. It was everything we tried to do with all the experience we've got and it, in whatever way you want to take it as. Nothing we did made it any better or made yeah. it even bearable just for the night to stay and go. See, we didn't know. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. We've been camping a lot of years, but we've never tented. No, it tends to be. I'm at camping, shelters. roughing it in shelters, stuff like that. So, hot tenting were new to us. Uh, we had a bit of an open fire, so we were like, oh, we're all right, we're cushy, we're warm. No. What we didn't realise were the Lavoos, you need to wet them. Yeah. So, you, you need to wet them before you even swell. go, so the fibres swell. Yeah. So, we got there, first experience, starts raining, pissing fruit buttons on it. Oh. Pissing through all seams, or like, Exactly where you wanted to sleep as well, because you couldn't put your bed anywhere else because you were too close to the stove. Exactly. So it literally leaked Especially straight in mine. You. Yeah, yours were worse. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't get your stove going. You're having issues with your, with your stove, weren't yeah, you, as well? Yeah, wood were damp and wet. So we ended up piled in my, in my little lavoo, trying to keep warm. Then we started trying to put tarps up to cover us up. And then I said, right, I'm just going to start getting, just gonna start getting ready to sleep. Yeah, I'll just sleep through it. Just get through it. And I'm like, Liam, what? <sighs> lumps, mate. And you went, you mean there's lumps? Yeah. Fucking hell. Every single, about an inch or two apart, there were pumps just appearing where water had risen and roots were showing. 
I no, thought, on the phone, Matt. I thought you were being a sap because you are. I've oh, yeah. all your Cal I'm very, I'm very prim and proper as well when I come camping. I like everything perfect. Yeah. So and you, you are the Cal perfect, Perfectionist that whinges about everything. Yeah. Every little thing. So I was like, oh, shut up. You've been silly. Your mat will be all right. And then you ended up using my shovel to get it out, didn't you, the first one? Yeah, so I dug it out, put it back down, laid back down. Liam, there's more. You went, what do you mean there's more? Come and have a look. I lifted mat up. They were just like, like camelback <laughs> on it. It like reminded me of the motocross tracks, you know, the, the um. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like. I like, <laughs> like, why me? Every time. So I said, try getting into mine, didn't you? Yeah. No. Get warm. So, because it was raining so bad as well, we jumped out, strung a tarp up, didn't we? Worst I could not feel ever. my fingers. I, I couldn't even tie a knot. I just remember bouncing around like a kangaroo near yeah. enough crying with my fingers. I couldn't feel them. There were no knots. I don't even know how we strung no. it together. No. It it, there were no knots on it. I don't know what we'd done. No. It was like looped it over stuff. Yeah. But then it were like, right, we're going. Let's do it. We're just going to go home. Packed up, got ready. No head torches. We had to use lanterns. lanterns. And you know yourself, lanterns, they're like a 360 directional yeah. beam. So it's blinding you wherever you're looking. So we thought, all right, we'll string it on as things. We had it hanging here and try to look up. But you need to look where you're walking. So down and all, down and all, puddle. And you're rushing as well because you're freezing. Yeah. We didn't have no coats on us or anything like well, that. Those were the tongue because they were wet. Yeah, they were soggy. Everything was wet though, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Everything. The tarps were wet because we put tarps up. The, the lavoos were wet. It felt like it's a quick journey to get to where we are normally, and it about 15 minutes max. 20 minutes on a, on a yeah. slow day, yeah. And that felt like forever, didn't it? But yeah, it did. Even yeah. though we were rushing, it felt yeah. like forever. And Especially the, the only saving grace when we got in the garden, you said, here, I've got some fizzy fish sweets. I went, oh, yeah, I forgot about them. I nearly creamed there and then. I'm yeah. like, thank God. <laughs> Sat there for 10 like, minutes eating fizzy fish. Jaw, put one in. I'm like, oh, it aches. I'm like, oh, I totally oh, forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. Salivate. I think I was squirting. <laughs> salivating out my mouth. Like, oh. Mipples on the wreck driving yeah, you start for squirting you. like an octopus when you first put something <laughs> in that's full of flavour. It's like, oh. Oh, God. Couldn't even see out a window for it. But that, that's the worst experience we've had. I don't think we've ever had anything anywhere near as bad as that. No, and I've roughed it in shelters where it's just yeah. literally my water bottle filled with water, uh, a poncho, and maybe a sleep system, that's it. And I've yeah. just built a shelter and stayed in it. Yeah. That were worse. Yeah. And that all boils down to as well, not having your sleep system prepared because you shouldn't rely on your stove. No. Because your stove not. dies out, yeah. unless you're going to sit up all night, which is ridiculous. Yeah. You shouldn't rely on your stove. No, definitely not. So you've got to think sleep system. Yeah. So we just thought, oh, it's going to be like an house. It is now we've got used to it. And now we've got different tents. So we've got tents that haven't got your buttons. They're not. They're the a tent. They're a hot tent. Still nylon, it, yeah. It, it's the med for what you're supposed to be using. Whereas I suppose in the military, anything's better than nothing yeah. even if you get a bit of drip in one corner it don't really matter and they're based off old school military so yeah. their kits probably weighed about 30 kilos yeah, you know what usually, I mean usually. it's like carrying the first one massive with Bergens that, yeah, yeah 100% bigger than them with Bergens so we've got a few comments to read out here well from yeah. us yeah from us um, questionnaire we did a Q&A so we did it on Facebook last night to see what people, what the reaction was. We've got some stories from some other people. So there's a, a gent called Chris. Uh, I don't know if he's from Australia, but this is based in Australia anyway, 35 years ago. So he said, you're out camping under the stars. I was getting intimate with my 18-year-old girlfriend. And yes, he was 18 at the time. So I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm yeah, glad you mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. So 35 years ago, quite, must be quite old now. Not 35 years ago. To be able to remember something like that though as well. Yeah, it must have been, a, must have been a big experience. experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said, I suddenly feel a sharp stinging pain in my family jewels. So, ink ghoulies. Ink ghoulies, <laughs> yeah. Uh, jumped up, then fell over screaming in pain. It, it ruined the intimacy for him. Uh, it got bit and stung on the balls by a bull ant. Now they, they hurt them. It's like the, um, what is it now? The fire ant. The fire ant. Fire ant. Like that. Feels like bit, you've been shot. Bit of venom in them as well, isn't there? Yeah. Um, it's an Australian native ant that can grow nearly two inches long. Yeah. 
So it probably made him look quite small. I was going to say, yeah, it's probably bigger than him, <laughs> wasn't it? That's what his issue yeah. was. Yeah. It wasn't even that it hurt. It was like, put me a shame here. Um, a maggot, a bit of grub to set yeah, back to the powerful screen. bite. So he, he did post a picture. They posted a picture of it, so we'll put that up on screen um, of the bull ant. You can see, I mean, even its arse end. I'm guessing that's its arse end. It's absolutely <laughs> massive. It's got a big back <laughs> up. put me to shame as well, honestly. It's ma even but, its, its pincers, they look like arms. But can you imagine in that moment, right, you feel a bit of a nip, you're like, oh, you kinky bitch, get your nails off me at yeah. first. And then to realise you've been bitten by something venomous in the middle of Australia, which is, Come on, it's got some of the most deadliest stuff about, as it is. Exactly. Me being, I'm a snake guy, so I'm into all that kind of stuff. And um, I couldn't imagine it. Exactly. Imagine that, the pain from that, though. Why it balls? They said it took two weeks as well for the swelling to go down. Swelling? I'd have used swelling to my advantage if, if it were that big, do you know what I mean? I wonder if it affected the actual schlong, schlong of ding dong. Most of them. Most of them. I wonder if he's got limp dick now. Yeah, walking like a penguin, wouldn't you? Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to go in. I wouldn't nah. have gone to work. I'd have been like, nah, I can't no. move. Ice packs everywhere. Yeah. In Australia, with heat as well, chafing and Yeah, yeah. Oh, not for me. But I want, what makes me wonder is, where was he in Australia? Was he local yeah. to his house? Was he in Does nowhere? he live there? Because if he doesn't, travelling yeah. like that as well. Yeah. But imagine being yeah, in the walk. Imagine being like, I don't know, middle of Outback, for instance. You've gone for like 10 mile away. Oh, You've gone for a camping trip with this new little like, bit of babe, hot stuff. Get a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Carry me out. Took your little hot stuff with you to take her out to Outback and show up world and that and give her a good scene too. Yeah. And then you get bit on I'm your... I'm sat here holding like, <laughs> I can feel pain. You get bit on your bells. Put in part of it, feel it. Yeah. Nah. That's painful, that. Nah. I don't bother. I'll tell you what it is. If a, if he does live in Australia, I'd be getting a flight and moving somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he had kids after. What they look like. <laughs> Come out looking like an ant. Fills of eyes. <laughs> yeah. Loads of, loads of eyes. Eyes here upside the head. Arachnophobia sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Eight-legged freaks. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not good, is it? No. I wonder if he had to have any, like, medication or all. I'm, I'm assuming he must have had to have some sort of antibiotics or... He should have just said, here, love, you're going to have to suck venom out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have to do something here. <laughs> but I bet she was like, nah. No. Nah. I mean, you're walking out like an amstel, like that. I'd have been like, where's that ant? Come here, you little fucker. Suck this venom back out. She's gone. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> I'm not getting out from her. Ant, come here. You know yourself, though, like when we've slept in tents and there's no, like, ground sheet. You lay there and you think, yeah, like, like oh, spider there. You're brushing it away. Yeah. But you know full well, that ain't going to do shit. Because no. later on in the night, it's probably going to be like, right, yeah, you're dying, you're yeah, dying. You're going to sleep, like. You know what I mean? But look at the day when we'd camped out and I had, like, um, a pine needle and it would just sat in my leg there, wasn't it? Mm. And for the love of God, it wouldn't go anywhere. And it had gone through my joggers, my underlayers, right? And it was just sat irritating. Yeah. And we were comfortable camping. It wasn't a bite. It wasn't anything like it. We just sat niggling. Imagine how much yeah, of it. It does stab a pine needle, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But imagine that. The you irritation. give you a rash as well, don't they, sometimes, pine needles. Yeah. Like, get them down my back and that. You know, if you've got like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. It falls down. Like, oh, Awful. Awful. It's like when you get your hair cut. Well, you won't know, would you? But it's like when you get your hair cut. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> but when you get your hair cut it's literally it's like you want to peel your skin off at times if you don't go get a shower and wash off yeah, straight away yeah. right it's awful awful but no well let's Chris, see what others I hope you're alright mate I mean I know it was 35 years ago but yeah let us know in the description if you had to have any medication yeah or, or anything like that or if your last did give you a bit of an hand you know what I mean she might have had to hold them cradle them while you walk yeah. out and let us know if you do live in Australia as well, because that's it's, interesting. It's know, the that's travel, a good it? fact, isn't the it? Travel. Because if you're on holiday there and that happened to you, that makes it 10 times worse of a traumatising experience. Yeah. You've gone to Australia, pulled a nice Aussie fitty, and then that happens. Yeah, yeah. that's it. How long were you with her? That's what it's yeah, all yeah. questions. Was it a relationship? Was it just someone you took to, took out with you for a little bit of yeah, a... Yeah, because I bet you wouldn't have stayed. If you wouldn't have stayed with you, she's like, no, he's faulty now. Faulty goods. He's got an elephant dick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Elephant man. <laughs> or his balls made it look tinier. Yeah, that's it. That's it, innit? Just look like the Bulldog's balls off of what is it? What's that film? Oh. Uh, don't know, but I'm watching Clarkson's Farm and something bollocks on them cows and that. They're <laughs> yeah. big. Put me to shame. <laughs> and I've got big bollocks. Yeah. yeah. So go on, what's the next one? Right, so. 
we've got Joe. So Joe posted, it's winter last year in southern England, about 10pm and knackered from walking. And I'm reading alone in an isolated field in a tiny tent in the dark. And someone comes up and is saying, excuse me, outside. I open the zip and it's a desperate lady and her dog. Desperate. That sounds what a bit for? sketchy. What for? Sketchy that. Uh, yeah, desperate lady and her dog. And she asked for some water. I rushed to give her some, which she is clearly grateful for. It then became clear she is completely exhausted and hurt. She says people are chasing her. Wouldn't tell me who. An old lady? Eh? You're chasing an old lady from? With your dog? Your dog wants a crack and teach you how to bite someone. Yeah, it might be a chihuahua. You know what I mean? It could be out, couldn't it? You'd have been better off. Could be a big chihuahua. fat thing that's just on its last leg. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. People, yeah, although it's very difficult to understand as she is Slovak Slovakian with little English, it's obvious she's suffering from extreme psychotic paranoid delusions. Every car driving on the roads below and every plane from Bristol Airport and even the moon is a spotlight looking for her. She has lost her keys and phone and fallen into fawns. What was she doing? She must have been on some spice that's, or something. Uh, that's not... No. No. Either that or she's just been dropped here off a plane and left. I mean, we're two stocky lads, yeah, but even I'd be like... Creep me out, especially yeah. if it's at night. Yeah, I'd be like that. I'd be questioning what it's an actual person. I'd be I'm, like a, I'm a seeing ghost, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be pinging her at first, i tell you that. She, Maria, apparently, is terrified and pleaded with me to let her into my tent to hide. Oh, mate. Should we get in it with that shovel and throw? Yeah, done. Ended. Uh, not knowing what else to do, I let Maria in and she squeezes... Hold on, it. Squeezes next to me. Her dog, David, is more than happy and gets very cosy between my legs. And I put the sleeping bag over us. So there's the three of us spooning together and every little sound like our one-person tent in the wind or the different owls makes her think they are outside. They, the people, they, them. I don't know anymore. That could, that could be the name of a yeah, person. Them, yeah, oh, Who knows? It starts to rain and I say she can stay till morning. Maria is confident the rain will stop them looking for her as they don't have coats. She tells me I am the first man she has met that didn't want sex, which breaks my heart. This is a deep conversation for yeah. a first meet. But never mind just a first meet. Is middle of nowhere, stranger? middle of a field, dark. You just got settled into camp out for night. I nah. won't be letting it tempt me. This <laughs> be I had the one eye open all night. All night. Knife in hand. Yeah. Dog in chokehold. Never mind trying to have sex with me. Knife would be up her ass. <laughs> Telling you. So, she tells me, yeah, it eventually reaches 3.30am after some panicked moments and the rain has subsided. Maria is adamant to leave, so I give her a big hug, tell her to be safe, and she goes off under the full moon into the night. I crash asleep. I woke up, phoned the police, and gave a report. Just wish I could have taken a bit more info for someone to help her. I hope she's okay. Mate, that's a creepy ass night, that. I mean, don't get me wrong, right? If she has got any medical illnesses or anything like that, you, sorry, you feel sorry yeah, for someone, feel, don't that, you? That's it, because we're not there. We don't see what he saw. I mean, to us, it's creepy as shit. That's to it. him, it might have been clear that you know she needed help. But it's also awkward in the fact of he's a man and this random woman turned up in the middle of you feel the field that you're camping in. Well, that's it. Where, where, where's he camping? Is he camping yeah. in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. That's creepy, that. That's turn it. up panicked as well. That sort of gets you panicked, doesn't it? Yeah. When someone else is panicked, you sort of 100%. have to bring yourself down. And at off. first, if they're going, somebody's chasing me, first thing you do is you're up looking at yeah, you like, where? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that, ooh, that, ooh. That'd be unsettling to me then. Yeah. I'd be up, sort of, I'd end up having to get up and set some camp yeah, alarms. Yeah, that's it. Traps everywhere, all around yeah. camp. But he's a man and this random woman turned up and you've let her into your tent. Mm. I mean, so many scenarios. What if she has got like mental illnesses and she's carrying a knife, you don't yeah. know, do you? That's it. You haven't exactly patted her down. No. I mean, he's cuddling her, but. He's patted more than her down. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Hug, but... hug, goodbye. <laughs> Walk a shame in morning. Yeah. But even dog limping. Even <laughs> 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 dog's like. <laughs> Dear me. But it, so many scenarios could have got happened then. And it, I, I wish we could have a follow up of who she is, not not necessarily who she is, or if the police found out who she is, yeah. what happened. She, have dementia? she might have had dementia. If it's an old lady as well, yeah, she could have had dementia. Old, yeah, but you'd be so scared letting her into your tent. Never mind if she's got any any medical illnesses, schizophrenia or like that, but 
Yeah. And women and nut houses at best of times these days. Well, it's winter as well. It must have been cold. Oh, like, yeah, you know yourself, even in a winter sleeping bag well, when you're old. If you're saying it was last winter, it's been one of the coldest winters I've had for a long time. I've noticed anyway, especially during night, minus sixes and stuff we've had. Yeah. You know what I mean? It turned up at 10 p.m. So it'll have been dark. It'll have been dark. It'll have been jet black. I moon mean, beaming, but I mean, if moon were quite bright, we're in an open area. He said you were in a field, didn't he? So if yeah, if you're in a field, you'd be able to see for a bit of a distance. Yeah. You know yourself, don't you? We always say, like, you got to think, anyone coming, they're going to be just as scared of you as you are then. Mm. And they're, they're going to need a torch to get to you. Yeah. No one can run in the middle of pitch black in a forest or in the middle of a field. You well, know yourself. He didn't mention that she had a torch, so no, you wanted did she not, find him? She, well, unless he's had a torch, because yeah, he's been but, reading. You know like we're saying with lanterns, you can't see. No. You can't see. No. So she'd have had to have something to get there yeah. unless she was using a phone. That's it. Yeah. But unless, like I say, he says he were reading, he's had his lamp up, tent goes a little bit. She spotted it in the field and gone over, right, thinking, I need some help. Yeah. But then, if I were her, and you were thinking people were chasing you, I'd be like, is that person chasing me in that tent? Yeah, that's it. Why did she feel Do you know what I mean? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm always a bit dubious about stuff. I'm like, hmm, this is a bit of a dodgy scenario, this. I mean, we can be getting set up for something here. We come to this woods all the time, so we know all the noises, you know the deer, you know the owls, you know everything else, right? And we don't really see walkers where we actually are in the woods because we're on an awkward pitch or anything yeah. like that. And we know, you hear a certain noise and it sounds different to what you would normally hear and where. Well, that's it. Did he hear her approaching? Yeah. So were he out of the tent before she appeared or it just helped? Whoa, shit, someone there at the door, what the hell? Yeah, I'd pack You know what I mean? That'd scare me then. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to open the door. I'd be sat there waiting for them to open the door. I'd be changing my knickers, I tell you that. Yeah. Definitely be changing my case. Yeah, that's a bit of a dodgy one, that, innit? Right. I'll be thinking, is that actually a person? But now that's well, in my head. Shit. But now that's in my head for future camps. If yeah. somebody... If yeah, that cheers, to us, Yeah, cheers, <laughs> mate. You've got us on edge now, but... Yeah. I'll tell you what it is. I'll be honest with you, Joe. If a, if I don't care who it is, woman, mouse, man, I don't care, giant, ghost, they'll be getting lamped. I'll deal with them when they wake up. I'll be that on edge. You don't know your reaction, do you? But how did you fall back asleep after she'd left? I want to sleep. There's me. not a chance. No. I'd have been up all that night. I'd, I'd, have, been, I'd have got a fire going. Just I'd have been like, there. I'm going to pack up and I'll walk you back to the main area, mm. right? And then you can go on your own way yeah, then. Yeah, what happened to her? I want to know what's happened to her yeah. after that. Was she on news? Was it someone missing or... No, she was like, bush like that, peeking at him, watching yeah. him all night. That's what she'll have been doing. Followed him home. Yeah. Knows where he lives now. Oops. I don't think I could ever do that experience, right? And go back to the same area camping again. No. And if I did, it'd have to be, you're coming with me, set a load of traps up. Yeah, that's it. You'd have to go in a group, wouldn't you? Yeah, me. you'd feel safe in a group. Yeah. That's the thing. If it were in that scenario and there were a few of you, mm. you'd feel better, wouldn't you? That's it, yeah. You'd feel a lot. Yeah, definitely. That's the only thing, like, you know yourself and you go camping on your own. You do shit to fix everything. Yeah, of course you do. Even if you know the noises. I don't, I don't care. I'm in you learn a crack and you just think, oh, it's probably a deer or just something moving. Yeah. Still panicking. Mm. I've done it myself. It's even worse when you go camping. You turn up when it's dark because yeah. you don't know what to expect no. there when you get there. You've been there from day. You're sort of prepared. Yeah, you're prepared, aren't you? Mentally you've got, prepared. You've got your fire going. You've got a bit of an ambient glow going. You're all right. And you're set. And then when you get into bed, you do tend to fall asleep faster because you've been busy throughout the day. You've been yeah. proactive. So you've tired yourself out. So you have that sort of like... Yeah, did 20... he get there fruit day? No. That's the question. Did he get there fruit day or did he get there evening? Yeah. Late evening? But if you've had, like, you said you were tired after a walk anyways, right? You're not too bad, but even then, if you're in a group, I suppose, and you've got three tents, you'd be like, you go stay in that tent, I'll go in that tent with my mate. Then, yeah, that'd be a bit more of a comfortable, but getting in the same tent? No. I One man tent as well? Nah. I think I'd be outside sat in my chair like we are now and I'd be sat mm. hard all night. I'd be on edge all yeah. night long. There's not a chance I'd be going into that sort of scenario. She'd be asleep and I'd have knife to the back of her head just in case. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she does hope in the middle of this night she's had it. Knowing y'all, she'd spasm in her yeah. sleep and, and I'd be like... Done. I'd be done for it. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Go in, just pack tent up and she just laid on the Dog just looked at him, just pinging in the edge, you're not giving no evidence. <laughs> yeah, I'd be gone, me. Yeah. Yeah, I would have packed up me then. I wouldn't have stayed. I'll I don't, tell you what, he's got some, probably got some bigger balls than Yeah, uh, definitely. With Ant, definitely from, for that. 100%. I'll give you that hats off yeah. to you there, Joe, for that. I wouldn't have been able to do that. And that's off just to try to help the person. You know what I mean? Like I say, I, I think... I mean, I don't mind helping people, but... It's okay us saying now that we've packed up. I don't up. like people, neither. 
it's okay we saying, oh yeah, we'd pack up and this, that and the other, but we're not in that scenario right now. You don't know. If she's pressing just to get in the tent, how do you go about that? Yeah, how do you I'll be honest. her to just, no, no, I'm going to pack up here. I'm going to walk you back to safety. Don't worry about it. Yeah. If she's genuinely petrified of whatever's chasing her, if there was someone chasing you never know. Do you know what I mean? Someone could have been chasing her and she could have just been yeah, that sort of genuine thing. scenario. Do you know what I mean? You just don't know. But I'd be more like, this is really my company experience now. I'm staying out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Next night, come and I'll be ringing you. Listen, yeah, I'm not coming, coming home for a week. I've had the worst night yeah. ever. I need a week yeah. out. It's just, yeah, it's made it worse. Like, I won't be able to go back to work on that note. No. I'm like, I'm not camp out. You know what I mean? It's meant but to be a reset. Can you imagine getting home and saying to your mates, you'll never guess what happened, right? Nobody believes that. No. <laughs> right, it's one of them scenarios again, cat, right? They'd be asking you what you've been smoking. Yeah. What's you been on you? Yeah. Yeah, they would. Nah. I'd, I'll be honest, I'd have been taking photo evidence of her and that and yeah, you know, just as proof. Yeah. Just just to cover my back. I'd have had my phone recording, even yeah. if it were in my pocket or in cover my, my back what she's saying. Yeah, just laid there, I'd have had it recording and then been like, right, please, that's yeah. what she looks like. She's that delusional. She could go back and say someone's raped and it would. Mm. You don't know these days. That's what I was saying about letting her in my tent. I think what I mean, do you, you don't know, what I mean? know. Because if she is schizophrenia and she does see that in her head. Yeah. Joe, I'll tell you, mate. Literally out off to you. Yeah. It's you're braver than most. Yeah, I'd have wrote that one off. And I mean, I bet there's people listening as well thinking, oh, shit, hope it's all right. It'd be all right. But just don't know these days. Just don't know. No, you don't. At all. Let us know, Joey. Comment what happened if you know anything that happened after. What tent you were using? It'd be good to know what tent you were using because if it's a one man tent, I want to know like size because yeah. certain one man tents are bigger than others. Like if a, it's like a bivvy, yeah. it's a bivvy, mate. <laughs> That's cozy, cozy. You ain't spooning, mate. She's on top of you. You ain't spooning, mate. You are merging. You yeah. are. You are one now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, mate. Right. So. So this one's. From Back to Basics, Outdoor Survival and Camping, the actual group, the admin. So I'm not sure his name. So just let us know your name if you're watching this video. Drop us a message on Instagram, let us know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or in comments below. Yeah. So this one. So this one want to kick it off for us. So years ago, he went to an event with his girlfriend um, and his best mate. This sounds a bit sounds, dodgy already, yeah. doesn't it? Already. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, Needless to say, we all shared a tent. Well, during the night, we had a thunderstorm directly overhead with torrential rain. To cut a long story short, I woke up in the morning to find that both myself and my partner were laid in around two inches of water whilst my friend, who was sharing the tent, had only a patch that was bone dry. So he had the only bone dry patch, right? He'd have been out of tent. That just makes me think of when we camped out the story, but we just done about how bad it was. Yeah, well, he's obviously took the best spot, on yeah. it. Kicked him straight out. Um, we hooked up washing lines between our tents and several of our friends to accommodate all the wet sleeping bags and clothes. There was so much weight with all the wet items, we had to link all the tents together with said washing line to support the weight, with the last one attached to the tow bar of my car. As the day wore on, I completely forgot about the line on my car. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> completely forgot about the line on my car and jumped in to drive off around the event, pulling behind me ten, five tents. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have all his mates still in them? <laughs> Just going for a ride. Help! <laughs> yeah. With radio on, did yeah. yeah, can you imagine? He's got his missus in passenger seat. Oh, yeah, babe, look at this, look at this. Five yeah. tents, dragging them all behind him. <laughs> Just a line of tents skidding around the vent. Never I mean, mind. Everyone were looking at him going, what's he doing? <laughs> Never mind your bit of rain that you've had. That's the least of your worries. <laughs> no tents left. Hell. Dragging all his tents or all gear. The thing is, were it tents that were open? Because if we were in water, were it tents with an internal? Or were it tents that are just like, like all of those with no... Oh, with no, no bottom to them, yeah. Yeah. That would have been full tents, <sighs> right? Alt gear. I bet alt gear still flew out, though. Yeah. But you're saying it were on ridge lines. There's put up like clove lines. Put the stuff up to dry during the day. You can imagine behind you, there's just a trail of carnage as he's going, <laughs> sleeping bag here, bit here. <laughs> can you imagine the cleanup once you've noticed? How long till you notice, though, that you were pulling the stuff yeah. behind you? That's the question. Dump full event, circle yeah. all around event. All got back event got his back. mates are like, we're shouting you for ages, what yeah. were you doing? 
Look behind his car, there's just a bundle of tents in one yeah. pile. Like that, you absolute knob. I wonder if you damaged them. That's all I know. Did you damage any? Yeah. Because if you did, I want to know, did you have to pay for it? That's two questions for you. How long till you noticed? And did you damage? Yeah. What damaged? I bet he had music on. But like yeah. us, when you put music on, it's yeah. like, you can't even hear yourself. Unless you're in a music event, you've got window open, you're listening to that music that's yeah. going on. You can't hear all chinging behind you. No. Ching, ching, ching. Oh, the tent, you're not going to hear them, are you? <laughs> yeah, I bet that was safe. I bet the left then. Oh, definitely. Repitching them. No, there's no way. Definitely a few damaged tents going on there. Unless you managed to salvage one tent, you can imagine everyone piling into one tent together. Mm. Being wettest tent. Yeah, well. What event were it? Were it like a bushcraft meet? A wild camping meet? Or were it like, say, a music event? Music event, yeah. There's a lot of music events you don't take your car, so. Some of them you do, I suppose. But like a bushcraft meet, you, you, you get there, car you there. Car, you're yeah. right next to it and that. Can you just imagine that? You've got there, you've had one bad night, you get up, it's lovely and sunny, you think, ah, my gear will dry out, we'll go for the trip round thing, you get back, wet tents, behind you, your daft cunt. <laughs> wet tents, dickheads drove off of them. Yeah, behind you, your daft cunt. <laughs> Fucking dickheads gone with them, they're all there like that. He's looking at him like, what is he doing? You know there's a trailer tent to drag up back of your car, don't you? Yeah. Do you, know? <laughs> you just, you can't write what people yeah. do. You can't write it. Mistakes though, mistakes make people, yeah. you've got to make them to learn from it. Won't be tying it to his car again. Oh. You do though, that's the thing, if you've had a shit night's sleep as well, you're not thinking, are you? I've got the vision in my head now and that's all I can see is like blue and green tents all in a bundle getting floating. dragged behind. It's windy as well, they're floating. floating. And every now and again a pot or a pan rolls out of a door or something like that. Like you've been framed, innit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've been framed. You send it off and get 250 quid for that. I tell you, I once did a course at work. Course? Yeah, and it was um, based off how to mix things properly. Well, Taco Bay, he, he used to do um, massive tanks where mm. you're loading your powders and your liquids and that. Oh, that's um, a chemical. The chemical place yeah. you work. So they at, sort yeah. of did it like it were um, like a washing machine. So it had paddles all around it to help mix stuff. Right. Then it had like fans in the middle that mixed like propellers. And they were saying they got like a big clear. Like on a table, a demonstration in right. like a room in offices. They've got this clear drum and they put put in these balls to show you, like little round balls to show you how it mixes. And they were showing you just one propeller spinning. Oh, it does this creates a vortex, yeah. yeah. Um, and they were saying tea, coffee, anything else, it works with anything you're mixing. Rather than just mixing it one way, like that, it mixing round, round. All that does is it stops it mixing because all the particles come together and don't right. mix. So they said mix one way, stop. Then mix the other way. Right. So you're releasing it. Anything you mix. But one thing it's stuck in my head ever since and I can't help but go one way now. And, and then the other way. way, I'm just I don't know what it is, it's just like an habit now. And every time I've done it, my tea, coffee, oh, just bang on. Isn't it a weird thing to pick up though from a job? A job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That actually is applicable in your normal everyday life. Yeah, exactly. Now stuff like that I don't mind learning. But when it's ridiculous stuff at work and that's you just think, wait a minute, that's a long way around anything. So Right, so we've actually got another one. We've got another comment that we posted from Ben. So Ben said, <clears throat> getting turfed out of Epping Forest at 2am. So this was Epping what happened Forest. to him. Yeah. So car was parked up. Police went to my house, woke my wife, who then called me. Trudging through the woods in the pitch black, trying to find my way back to the car. Epping Rangers were there, ready to tow it away. Was told to go pack up and come back to the car. Not a great ca night camping. Was informed of the ridiculous list of bylaws for Epping Forest and almost faced £800 in fines for all of the ones I broke. That's a bit extensive. Yeah, that's a bit excessive, is that? But that comment marries up to something I've been wanting to talk about. So, all this stuff now in the UK with the wild camping, it's ridiculous. I know, it's all it's these ridiculous. laws. Now, I get it if you're responsible, yeah. right? But this is what we're always saying. It's down to teaching people. We always, it's that famous saying, give a man a fish, he feeds his family for a day. Give a man a fishing rod, he feeds his family for a lifetime, yeah. right? So knowledge is power, isn't it? Okay. You can't just say, you can't do this, you can't do that. You've got all this lovely wilderness. No wonder people have got mental health issues. They're stuck in the house. No hobbies, no. There's a den. But why are we not allowed to go camping in these places? What are we interrupting right now, right? So we're in a woodland now where we camp quite often. What are we disrupting camping here? Nothing. What are we doing? 
nothing. We've got £300 stores, £200 tent, this, that, and the other. You've got £1,000 of the gear, each person. That's £2,000 of the gear that he uses. If somebody's willing to pay that kind of money to camp out, let that person do it because that person respects what they're doing, yeah. enjoys what they're doing, and is not necessarily an advocate for saving the planet, but to a degree you are. This is what we came from. Yeah, we originally started like this. Yeah, 100%. there were no houses. No, you know what I mean. So this is where we're meant to be. This yeah. is why when you come here, you feel like you've had a good reset mm. because it's where you're meant to be. You get your breathing properly. I can understand if, like the Lake District, for instance, right? Somebody's camping in a prime spot where people are wanting to visit and take pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, move that person on. That person should have thought about that before setting up their camp. Yeah, right. But if I'm at top of an hill somewhere, right, where you're gonna get hikers and that's it. Oh, well, that hiker's probably yeah. doing the exact same thing that I'm doing, coming out. It's the many that's ruined it for the few. Yeah. If that's that... what it is, you've got a load of idiots that have gone. Yeah. Like we see it, you find tents burnt yeah. out, chairs on fires. and like People, I don't understand this. They get a fire going against a tree. Yeah. Why? But you're yeah. damaging tree. The tree's not going to lie. Yeah, what so are you all those wild campers, campers in general, anything like that, if you've got a campsite or anything like that, right? You buy your gear, it's expensive gear, you take it home with you. You're reusing it, you're looking after it. But yet, a music festival, thousands of tents have just left their trash, rubbish everywhere, yeah. this, that, and this. Every, every summer, there's thousands upon thousands. But the government don't want to ban that because they're making change out of it. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So why are we... And they pay, pay people as a clean-up crew to go clean yeah, it all up. exactly. What a waste of but money. If you catch someone leaving rubbish behind, do them for it. By yeah. all means, that person shouldn't be leaving rubbish behind, right? If that person's having a fire up against a tree, they should be done for it, right? I know they can't monitor it. That's probably the main issue. And like I say, the many's ruined it for the few. So you've got a load of idiots that have gone and done all this. So they're like, right, it's not happening anymore. So I get that. But what they need to do is then, if that's the case, because you've got to bear in mind, we're like that, yeah. Matt. We're tiny. So we are, we're limited to the space anyway. Yeah, of 100%. And this is why we like to get out, because we yeah. don't like people. We're too enclosed. We like to be flat yeah, leash. And do your own thing. So it's a case of create areas for us then. I mean, create areas because this is the most calmful and, you know, like the kind of hobby, it's the least impactful. Yeah, hobby. without a doubt. Without you get a lot of people going out and getting pissed and yeah. the cause are seen yeah. and they're fighting and arguing and police are having to get involved. Yeah. What are we doing that's hurting anyone? Nothing. I so just... create something for us. Don't expect farmers to have to rent their land to us. Create somewhere for yeah. us yeah. properly. Without a doubt. But that's the thing. If farmers are going to rent their land to us, right? Fair enough, right? Like we go to Aimwood Wood occasionally, for instance, right? It's a spot that you pay to go and you sound there, right? You can test your gear and everything else. But for instance, of it's not a woodland, it's not a big woodland, no. and there's many of them in the UK. The UK from top to bottom used to be a woodland, right? Yeah. Why do so many people go to Scotland because it's wild camping? So what's happening is because England refuses to let you do it. Scotland's getting impacted because it's getting flooded year after yeah. year after year. And it's still the same idiots going and ruining it. it yeah. That's why they're trying to yeah. monitor it better, aren't they? They've got wardens. Well, let's say, for instance, every year, whoever's wild camping, hikers, bushcrafters, anything in the UK, let's say everyone paid £2 each a year. There's a pot there to pay for the yeah. to pay for management, to yeah. pay for Is that this. something you want to get into? That, yeah, they should do that. They should basically say, like you do fishing, you pay yeah. for a licence. You pay for your licence, but you pay for that. But what you're paying for is, you're paying for people to go around and maintain and yeah, make sure idiots aren't taking yeah. fish and blah, blah, blah. But then you also pay to go fish on the lake because the lake's got to be maintained. Yeah. The fish have got to be maintained. The stock's got to be maintained. The land's got to be maintained. Fair enough. Yeah. If you're passionate about something, you don't mind paying a couple of quid towards something to no. keep your passion alive and going, to give you the opportunity to go do what you want to do, right? Let's be honest. You pay to go to a campsite. Why would you not pay a couple of quid a year to go wild camping? Yeah. Right, just and then you've got something then to say, don't like you get like a barcode. Yeah. yeah. I've got oh, rights to be here. Like you were saying, with your fishing license, you can have it online or you can get yeah. a card for it. Well, I don't think you can get a card for it anymore, but you used to get a card from your post offices and stuff like that you used to do. But you can go onto the government website, pay for your fishing license for a year, which I think is only about £30 for a year, right? And you can fish any pond, river, lake in the UK then, right? England, for instance, right? Not a problem. Hundreds of thousands of people pay for that, mm. right? It's the most participated sport in the UK's fishing, right? But then you look online, we've got Go Outdoors, we've got Blacks, we've got all these different camping stores that are doing well, obviously. There's a lot of people wanting to camp. So why is there not something like that put in place? 
you keep it all going. it'd be you just need an app right you've got your registration on it that says that you've got certificate of rights yep. to do it because you've paid for it yep. yearly and then on the app it, i mean i'm not an app developer but i'm sure it'd be simple enough like for government to do and then on the app you type in where you're going to stay so like i don't know in with woods blah, blah, blah. type it in in with woods i'm going to stay here this is my number that's registered yeah. to it. So if police do turn up, you can say, yeah. there. Even if it's a cut of barcode, they scan and it says, bip, bip, yeah, they've got the right to be here. Yeah, well, that, that, what I mean. You know what I mean? Because then they can monitor it and say, well, this they were here that day at that yeah. time. Look at the mess of where. Yeah, exactly. So then it exactly. can be monitored that way then. Yeah. So you know who's been there. And if someone's been there and left a mess, you can be, you're yeah. not even part of the and question. If, and if that person hasn't got a permit to do it, right? Now, what I mean, I know some people are going to go, but we shouldn't have to pay for the permit and this, that, and the other. I get that. But there's no point in fighting the powers that be all the way. You've got to try and make an, an in-between. Mm. Let's be honest. You're not going to make everyone happy with one solution, no, right? No, not, no. not everyone's going to be happy. But if we're willing to pay a little bit towards for maintenance and upkeep and everything like that, right? Fair enough, which I am. I'm quite happy to. You know what I mean? It's not a problem. A couple of quid a year. Let's be honest. Yeah. If you pay £10 a year, how many times a year are we going camping? You're out oh, two, yeah. three times a month at leagues, us yeah. to our yeah. right? So you pay for that, somebody comes out, those who don't have that permit, fine them for it. Doesn't have to be a major fine, doesn't have to be a big fine, doesn't have to be a fine in general, but it, a warning, for instance. This is your warning, next time you catch a camping without this, right? There's going to be, a, you know, Going to be a recurrent, uh, yeah. a repercussion for it. Right, so everyone gets a second chance. It yeah. should be a second chance. Yeah, basis. that's it. Yeah, because for instance, let's be honest. Not everyone knows about a fishing license. You're not a fisherman. I am. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not a big fisherman. So I could just think, oh, I'll go take up fishing and go fishing. I get done for and it. And that's it. You get done for it. You won't know. You only know because I've told you you mm. need a fishing license, right? Yeah. But then you know it's common sense. Yeah. But then yeah. you don't need a fishing license to fish in the sea. It, not everybody knows all these facts in, in, in That's it, nothing's clear. Like when we spoke to the lady up Scotland when we camped there, she came just to check on us, she wasn't moving us on, she was she'll have a warden kind yeah, of thing, yeah. won't she? She was just saying, people, you can research as much as you want online, but the information isn't to hand quick no, enough. No, it's not. So when it's she not. turned up, she gave us bags, we didn't need them. Give us everything. And everything. She gave us everything to tell us. Yeah. This should be easy access. Yeah. Do's and don'ts. It's like when COVID hit, no one knew. It was just waffling, so no one knew where they stood. This exactly. is the problem. 100%. The instructions need to be clear and concise. Yeah. Stop beating around bush and say what we can and can't do. Yeah, 100%. Without a doubt. Things are simple, but made hard yeah. all the time, yeah. right? And all communication. And wild campers are, some, are part of the issue at times, right? Because they're leaving rubbish, they're not respecting the land they go to, and this, that, and the other, right? But then sometimes they're camping on private land and XYZ. You shouldn't be camping on private land for a, for a start, no. right? If I caught you camping on my land, I'm sorry, mate, but you won't be just getting turfed off. Yeah. There'd be an issue, yeah. right? Because you've, you've invaded my private land. And the land should be signed. Yeah, that's not That's the thing. issue. Just because there's a fence there, I don't yeah. mean it's private. That's it. But we're in a woodland now. Where do you see a sign saying you can't wild camp? Couldn't. But yet, if you caught wild camping, there's an issue. Yeah. Why? Yeah. There's, there's got to be clear yeah. guidelines, clear instructions of what's right, what's wrong, what to do, what don't, right? Then there's also got to be a break in this crappy shite mould of you can't go wild camping in England. It's ridiculous. We started off, that's how we started in this world, doing that. Yeah. So why can't we carry yeah. on doing it? That's I it. don't want to be stuck in an house that's yeah. perfectly like clean and like, you know what I mean? Sanit I, I want to be out. Yeah. I want to be out, down and dirty, camping out, doing what I love. I go home feeling better. I can yeah, breathe better. Fresh, Mentally, fresh. I feel better. So why can't we be encouraged to do yeah. that? They wonder why they're paying people so much money through mental health help and stuff like yeah. that. Because no one no one will even take no, it up because they're scared help. to take it up. We'll yeah. get done. Yeah. But here's another one, for instance, right? You can't go wild camp, but yet dog walkers can walk around, right? And leave the dog crap everywhere. No, oh, yeah. Bags tied pick up to your trees. dog crap. So what they do is they pick it up with a bag and then hang the bag. It's like you might as well have just left the shit there yeah. because the bags just made it worse. Yeah, 100%. 100%. As those are the people that need doing for it. Yeah. Those are the people who are creating an issue for those 
to actually respect and enjoy what they do and look after it. Yeah. I mean, every time we leave, even if it's at our base camp where we've got shelters and stuff like that, it's clean. It's left with no trace. There's yeah. no fire Treated trace left like on the house. floor. It's cleaned up, right? We've got fire bottles, fire boxes, Trangia, for instance. We've always got a way to keep it as safe and controlled as possible so that we don't damage the land that we're in. You'd be better off, instead of giving dog walkers plastic bags, you'd better off just giving them a fucking trowel yeah. and saying, if your dog's going to shit, dig an all and bury it. it. Get rid of it. It'd be better than carrying yeah. a plastic bag because they just get lazy. Yeah, they don't carry steaming red hot shit in the pocket. No. So just give them a trowel. But if, you're, if you've got a dog, yeah, you know that's part of having a dog. So that's a responsibility. You have a kid. You know you're changing their ass. You've got to deal with that, right? Part and parcel of the package yeah. is what you're doing. It's all right putting these bins all over woodlands and this, that, and the other. When did they get empty? Yeah, when we went to not not far from you before, the bin were overflowing yeah. with shit, and that's right on the edge of an estate. Yeah, so it's not hard. It for was the, just piled up inside of it. It's not hard for the for the council, for instance, or whoever's supposed to be emptying it to go and empty it. It's there, and then you have bad weather and it just blows yeah. everywhere. Well, let's put a, a bin in the middle of this woodland. Are they going to walk in and come and empty it? No, that's no, the problem, isn't it? Not, are they? You better just, honestly, just give them trowels. Yeah, give them trowels and tell them to bury it. That's what we'd do if we were having a crappy wood, which it happens. Everybody yeah. has a shit. Of course you, wood. Do. you can't yeah. help it. Yeah. Like me, especially. That's like, yeah. I christen it to You're say full that's of shit, my spot. It's like my territory. I'm marking <laughs> yeah. it. Um, trowel, bury it, done. Yeah. That'll help. Leave no trace mentality. Well, that'll help. That's what it's all about, isn't yeah. it? That, that's the whole point of camping. It's about having respect for where you are because I'll tell you what it is. We keep building houses like the building. We won't have this anymore. We won't have nothing. You we know, it's nothing. only a small country. We're overpopulated as it is. We, we struggle to find woodland to go camp. Yeah. Especially in the areas so, of wearing. Yeah. I mean, we're in West Yorkshire. We're in West Yorkshire, and that's something we haven't mentioned. But we do struggle a little bit for woodland and space to go camping and such. But you drive past places, you'd be going down the motorway or drive wherever, and you see a beautiful woodland, you're like, love to go camping there. Thanks, off. Yeah. You can't build on it because it's unbuildable land. Oh, you go in and it's just a shithole and you, yeah. you just think, go on a camp here because you've got a load of idiots turning up at night. They yeah. stop causing a scene. Yeah, that's it. So it's them that ruin it as well. Yeah, you. without a doubt. Well, that's it. You can't build on these places, right? So why Yet. can't we camp on these places? Yet. That's Yet. the thing because they'll say, well, people who are camping can't look after it. So I'll tell you what it is. We'll purchase land off of whoever's got it. We'll just build all the fucking flats on it for a load of idiots. Yeah. But I mean, for instance, here, they're not building any, it's too rocky. It would cost them too much money to make it viable to build on it, right? So why are we not allowed to camp in here, use it as, let's let's say, for instance, using it as your escape, right? From your day-to-day boring life. Not necessarily boring, but your day-to-day life. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a change. What's it costing them to let us camp here? I'd pay, for, I'd pay for upkeep. I'm not bothered. I'll, yeah. be, I'll, I'll contribute to it. I'll, I'll come and help. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll cut down what needs cutting down, you know, upkeep the land. But this is the problem. If this is owned by someone, they need to be making it clear. Like, put the name and number somewhere for people to come and help and we'll help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll help you. Look after it. We'll, if we see idiots here, we'll make, make it clear to them this is how you're supposed to look after the land if you want to camp here. Yeah. But because we're not part of that, it's not our no, obligation no, to start that's it. giving people shit. But whereas if you create a community that pays for it with a license, like the fishing community, like you were, you were saying, it's a community of the self. So everybody that's involved in that and pays for a fishing license is respectful and looks after where they are. Yeah. Every different fishing site has different regulations. Like you're not allowed to tip your bait and spare bait in the pond afterwards. Some places don't mind. It's you don't you can't use this bait, you can't use that bait. But everyone respects it and, and buys by it. Because mm. If they don't, they don't get to do their passion, their hobby. So why have we not got that similar sort of thing? Yeah, it's sort of just word of mouth. Leave no trace, this and other. Yeah. You know, and we get it. That's what we do. Yeah. But it needs to be clear for people who are getting into it. Yeah, 100% it does. I mean, let us know what you all think as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know it's only this first episode and this, that and the other, but this is where this podcast is based on, is getting people to camp out and respect what they're doing. I mean, for instance, Luxada do a firebox, right? A folding firebox, and it's £20 on Amazon. What cost is that to you to pay £20 for a firebox that keeps it off the ground, keeps it controlled, to take with you? It weighs nothing. It's, and it'll it, last forever. It packs up that big. 
I've got it in my bag every time, no matter where we go. And it la- it will it'll last forever. Oh, so that, that, it's it's a one off purchase that's gonna make it safe yeah. to camp because you don't want to be camping out and then all of a sudden woods catches a fire and mm. you're there. So it's safety for yourself as yeah, well. That's it. But then the other thing is like we say, when we're burning stuff, you're burning branches and this, that and the other, you're slowing and preventing a fire to happen. But one of the woodlands that we actually camp in has had a fire in there many, many years ago now, wasn't it? it was quite a yeah, while ago. From uh heat, it just it must have just caught and all trees a, a big patch of trees. Because it was so tight knit and dead and it was all dead on the floor. There were no break between to stop the fire from spreading. But then when somebody's in there using it, clearing it up and such and such, it does prevent it. I mean it's not going to stop it for hundred percent, but let's say it drops fifty percent chance of it spreading and mm. catching fire to it all. Right? The other thing is we need these trees. If we don't have these trees, we ain't breathing no more. Yeah, exactly. All oxygen is everything's here for a reason. It's all got a purpose. And when we're clearing dead trees for those fires, we're leaving room for more to grow, you know, and prevent accidents. You know, it was so tight knit at one point in here, you walk through, one had landed on your head just from touching it. Just from touching it, yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, that still happens now. I'm I'm not saying it stops it from happening 100%, but it, it stops it to a degree and does make it safer. I mean, Let's say, for instance, you're walking your dog through where it was thick and a tree does fall over. Mm. What do you do then? Yeah, exactly. Who do you blame for that? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because it's not the landowner's fault in some senses. It'd be your own fault, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course it would. Yeah, it'd be your own fault. But, but everyone needs someone to blame. That's yeah, of course it would. We live in a blame mentality of universe these days, don't we? But just that simple fact of people using the dead trees for shelters, for fires, for anything like that, right? It saves things from happening, it saves injury, it saves fires, it saves everything in general. It's just a win-win scenario. I mean, we're not encouraging everyone to get out, because please don't, because it <laughs> helps, because we, we don't like people, we don't <laughs> want to see everybody swamping yeah. in woods. If we see you at our woodland, we will. Getting, yeah, you're getting drowned. <laughs> and then if washed out river, be on news next week. The shovel's always in hand. But what I'm saying is, it's just, if you go in there, respect it, because mm. it's not going to be here long. Watch YouTube. Watch YouTubers, for instance, right? Learn the things. It doesn't take much to learn the basics. If you know the basics, you're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get a firebox, get this, get that, right? For 50, 60 pounds, you can have a setup that's safe. If there's all you want to know, because we will do an episode, a segment based off a cheap and cheerful gear to get started, uh, what we recommend um, to be safe, you know, all that jazz. Just let us know. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do a, an yeah, episode based off it. But if it is an interest or something, if there's a lot of people don't know and they want the knowledge, so just ask. Them and a lot of people it. always go, "That's really cool. I want to do that." But don't do it because they don't know where to start. Yeah. So if you are one of those people that's seen this, wherever, let us know. Drop a comment. Drop us a message on whatever platform you feel best messaging us on, and we'll do an episode. We're quite happy to reply and give you some advice and send you some links to products and items that you can use because we know ourselves it's all right we can go outdoors and that it's not the kind of camping no, gear no. really is it i mean it works it works but i go there for odd and gem yeah you know what i mean like a bit of trangia gear and stuff like that but other than that it's not what i'd start with no most of my not. kit didn't go outdoors definitely not. No. that's the only issue for us we have to buy it to test it we but can't also it, it does properly. depend on what kind of camping you're wanting to go do you want to go camp at uh a regulated place where you pay to go camp campsite. You want to walk tent, you want to hammock. Yeah, that's it. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously if you want to hammock tent, hammock camp, then go outdoors is not the best place to go for a decent hammock to go. They've got hammocks that are good for just chilling and putting up on a little day hike in the summer and stuff. Yeah, by all means, but they're not to camp out in overnight. No, experience is the key and I think asking someone who's experienced helps because They've got hands on. Mm. They can say this works. I mean, if you want it for this, go for we've it. all spent a hell of a lot of money on gear that don't work. <laughs> or for you, for instance, yeah. I've got three mortgages just for gear. <laughs> You're ridiculous with buying gear, but it's just ask us. Just go for it. Ask us what you need. No such thing as a silly question on this podcast. Only a all. silly answer, right? No such thing as. And a we'll silly give plenty question. of silly answers. Yeah, without a doubt. If you don't start, if if you stop giving silly answers, then we won't be doing podcast anymore. That's that's for damn sure. Yeah. But let us know. Give us a message. We'll help you wherever we can. But so let, let's move on to another comment I got. So when we were doing this questionnaire, I don't know if you know there is a YouTube channel called Grizzly Gaz. Yeah. We've watched him, haven't we? Yeah, we have watched. We've watched all of his videos yeah. just because it's funny. 
because yeah. he does it on his own with a dog and he's down to earth and he says it how it is and when you get scared you know you get scared yeah. so he did post up um, that there's a time where he bailed because he didn't know what were there <laughs> and he had loads of creepy stuff happen while we were camping and we watched this one yeah. I watched it myself I told you about it we watched it together yeah. and I still got goosebumps the second time round that's it now you can tell when someone's bullshitting yeah. can't you you can tell when someone's genuinely scared or they're playing it for camera and I mean right? when you told me about this video my first thing was it's wind it's this I would try to find every reason to explain yeah. what it was. Well, that's what we do. We'd be like, hmm, what it though? Mm. And when we watched it, yeah, it won't what it. You've got to watch the video to get his reaction. So search Grizzly Gaz on YouTube and you'll find him. He's from around our area, from Yorkshire area, and he goes wild camping with his dog. Um, takes drones sometimes. But he did this specific hammock camp in an area where it got, he saw a lady during the day with a dog, he'd, he'd left his camera rolling, spoke to her, she moved on, but then later on that night, I mean, bearing in mind it's somewhere dark, yeah. you'd have seen a torch, so there yeah. were no one that could have got near him. No. They were quite far out enough, wanted yeah. to be far, far away enough from away to be on your own. So, later on that night, he sat there and he heard this noise, and you could see worry in his face, yeah. and you straight away, Instantly. his eyes like, join the go alert yeah. mode, and it, and it sounded like someone crying, whimpering, didn't it? Like a woman whimpering, yeah. It woods. That's what made me think it was wind at first. But when you watch the video, some of it does kind of sound like the wind, but then there's a lot of it that's not wind. We've camped out in yeah. many scenarios and winds never sounded like that. No, it got it, it walks off basically anyway from camera. And it walks off and as it as he's getting closer, it sounds like we're getting closer and closer to someone. Yeah, so someone stood there. And it, it were like uh, it were like someone crying, like a woman yeah. whimpering yeah. behind trees, and we're like what the hell? Yeah, someone's hiding. Let's torch. Yeah. No torch. So he stops, he's looking round, picks up his little splitting tool and that. And you're like, nah, that ain't wind, that. No. I mean, you can, you, like you say, you can put your finger on it and I'm like, yeah, that's probably wind tunneling through. Yeah, like. yeah. But then he, he were like, nah, do you know what? I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. And you know yourself, when you start packing you, and you're panicking, note goes to plan. He's like, it's got to get his stove in the bag. It won't go in. It with his camera getting knocked. Yeah, because... You said, oh, is it guy line? Yeah, because I seen when he passed behind where his hammock was set up, it looked like he could have caught his guy line at the other side, which would then have pulled the whole tarp and knocked his, um, what is it? But we put it back, didn't we? And he was too far away. Yeah, and the camera were more central to the tarp, so the guy lines would have been on either corner. Yeah, yeah. More into centre. That's it, yeah. So off-centre kind of thing. And when that happened, yeah. He said, didn't it come up? What, what knocked the camera? Yeah. And we're like, that definitely want him. You've had, a, wind. you've had an experience like that. Got home to edit your video to post it. And then you've noticed camera knocked. And noticed camera got knocked. Yeah. But then it <laughs> wasn't even that though, what it? It were it packed up and he stopped a minute and you heard this <whistles> and then it went <whistles> and yeah. it's changed. It's changed. So alright, a bit of wind whistle but then the pitch changed and you're like now nah, fuck this I'm going it was the speed between the pitch changing that got me because normally with the wind you hear it building up and then whistle again yeah right so you, there's a gap between it whistling you, you can tell it's the wind but even on the camera you couldn't hear wind building up in any way shape or no, form it wasn't it, I to me I wouldn't say it with a person because why would anybody go in the middle at night to sit behind a tree and whistle and piss about? I'm not being funny. I would. He's, yeah, you would, but you're <laughs> fucking devil, yeah. devil child. Yeah, definitely. But he stood there with a tool in his hand that's sharp, right? How did he even get there without yeah, him noticing? It. Yeah. it were pitch black. Yeah. He and just I mean, wouldn't do it. He'd been down maintaining his firebox as well, which obviously you'd have been able to see around you. And you would have, even if the person turned the light off quite far away from you, you know yourself, you've just seen the glare through the trees because it was the middle of the night, pitch black, in winter in the UK, which is the dark of the dark, yeah. right? You'd have seen some sort of ambient light in the distance, whether it looked like a car red light or something like that, you would have clocked it. Yeah. And then, like you say, packing up. When we packed up with the rain, you're packing up and not works because you're in a rush, but being scared and trying to pack up in a rush. I'll be honest, me. If that were me. I'd have just got a match, lit my tent on fire, all hammock, and just in like <laughs> I have it. I'm yeah. gone. See ya. Dog would have been picked up over its shoulder. Dog would have just gone. Fuck off. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Legged it. Have it. You can't dog but, first. See, that's another thing. I wonder if it was a dog went for him, but he panned the camera to the dog. The dog, and the dog, just, dog would panic. Yeah, the dog wasn't moving. 
And I totally, totally respect him for what he did. To pack it up and go in. And you can imagine the relief when you, he got back to the car. Yeah. Once you got in that car and you locked them doors in that car, your heart is going to just go, oh. Oh. Honestly. Skidded off. <laughs> yeah. Then at the end, you were like, oh, where's my keys? I hope I haven't left them. I tell you what, if I'd have left my keys, car would have stayed there. I'd have gone home. Oh, they'd have been bringing the taxi. Yeah. Taxi would have been and I'd have been going home. Yeah. But can you imagine getting home then, putting your gear in now, getting into bed, Boot it door off because you haven't got your keys. Yeah. Boom, straight in. You'd have been like a kid again. Cover tucked under your feet, tucked in so no one can touch you from under bed. Yeah, like that. Checking you'd out. You'd have been on edge all night. Even yeah. at home, you'd have been on edge. If you'd have heard the noise, you'd have been like... It's worse because you're on your... If there's two of you, you both still sort of get a bit... Yeah. You know, a bit like heavy yeah. breathing and that, but you, you've got someone there to reassure yeah. you. You talk each other down, don't yeah. you? Without and doubt. then if someone is there, I can boot like you towards them. I'll have you first. Oh, I yeah. like it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that kind of thing. You yeah, feel yeah. safe, don't you? Yeah, 100%. Oh, so, always sacrifice your mates. Don't worry about that. That's, that's the only reason you take them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sacrificial thing. But like even the dog, it didn't respond. Normally, if there's someone there, the dog will go, yeah. or it'll go, or off. They'll let you know there's yeah, someone yeah. there. The dog will look it. It will like, it will like fucking I'm thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, dog was scared. I don't. I mean, I'm into my spooky stuff in general. Like you say, I'm Satan's child, me, without a doubt. That's give it. Yeah. Satan, all the way. Weirdo, yeah. That's one of the things I love about his channel is the fact of he does go to these weird and creepy places. Yeah, he puts himself in that scenario. Yeah, he puts himself in those scenarios, which many of us won't put himself in that scenario. You're going to go to somewhere. Camping in general, it is eerie, as we said, with noises and everything like that. And even camping somewhere that you don't know, you don't know who's going to be around, if there is anybody around, for instance, right? It is an eerie scenario, but putting yourself in that situation, it's one of them. But I think that could be an off-putting thing for people camping as well. Yeah. Watching that. But for me, I love it. Because yeah. I love, as much as I, it creeps me out, I love to watch them. They're the... I'll be honest, they're the videos I yeah, watch of his that I love definitely. the most because I want to see him shit himself. I'll be honest with you guys, I want to see you shitty pants, mate. Yeah. I want to <laughs> see you fucking legged. I want to see you flat. Yeah. But it's entertainment. I think we should go there and do a camp. Yeah. Us. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, you, you could, meet up with him, get yeah. him to come with us. If you're interested, guys, drop us a message, we'll go together and we'll do a podcast. We'll document it. We'll do yeah. a podcast there, for instance, right? And see if we can capture the same thing he did. Yeah. Because that would be an interesting Relive thing. that moment. Yeah, kind of interesting. See what, what it is. We might be able to narrow it down to what it is. Yeah, because like you say, two people, we can talk each other down and figure it out together. It could be another discussion of um, shitting his pants in woods, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. Boot, boot Gaz and his dog to, yeah. to ghost and leg it. That's it. But imagine sort of banging and you try to run in woods in pitch black. Yeah. It's eerie, isn't it? It is eerie. Yeah. And I mean, I do respect people for coming camping because, I mean, we've even had some creepy moments at times that have gone and you're like, what's that going on? I mean, the other week, for instance, we camped out and the deer were barking through the woods. Mm. And the first bark that you heard, it was just about to doze off. In fact, and I jumped. You thought it were a dog, like someone walking a dog. It did first, sound like a dog, yeah. but it was about two o'clock in the morning. Um, but then we realised it was a deer. But that first bark, even I were on edge of like, what's close, that? That sounds really close. And then you could hear it getting further and further and further away. Prior to that, we'd seen someone walking, haven't we, in an open field with a torch. Oh, with that massive torch, hadn't we? Yeah, So yeah. we didn't That's know. It. We were like, is, that, is it someone coming to snooze? Yeah, they cut what, through, what? blah, blah. But that video from start to finish was brilliant. Loved it. And like you say, you could genuinely see the, see the fear in his face of what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't make up for you. No. Someone's scared. You can no. tell if it's bullshit. Yeah. You can tell. And his eyes, you could see it in his eyes. Yeah. Even just just trying to pack stove where you knew. <laughs> it's when he's shouting at it, trying to get it in bag. Shaking like, bag. Come on, just come shaking on, life out of it. <laughs> and then when he got to the gate at end, I'll be honest, I'd a proper commando dive straight over it, rolled yeah, and kept going. Me. I wouldn't have would been graceful climbing it. Yeah. Then, don't can't jump over, it's tough. It the stays. other thing is, you sat looking at your dog saying, come on, and then you're looking behind, you're making sure there's dog's no there. Dog's looking at you like, are you all right? You? Yeah. <laughs> dog's right, thinking, you're all right, wet lettuce you. Yeah. But, well, I've enjoyed this segment. Yeah. I've really enjoyed that segment. It's 
yeah, it's been it's been a good uh, little chinwag about all these experiences. Yeah, but for sure. But like we say, drop us a message, guys. Let yeah, in us... description below, if there's all you want us to talk about or all like that, let yeah. us know. We'll do it on his next podcast. Drop us a message. Let us know what you're interested in, what you're not interested in. What do... you think about the wild camping thing in the UK, because it is a good discussion. Yeah. I know it can get a bit boring sometimes, because it's just like, oh, but it's one of them. It's limited. It will be spoke about again, I've, I've no doubt. I mean, we will talk about that kind of thing again. But yeah, for sure, drop us a message, give us a like, thumbs up, not hit the bell. Hit the bell for the, to be notified hit next the video. Bell. Give us a follow on Instagram if you will, and drop us a review and comment. Even if you don't want to comment something that you want us to talk about, let us know what you thought about the podcast, and that's all we can ask, really. And so, I'm making some food. So, peace out.